From the capital city, I'm Jordan Lewis. Reggie Schatt from the Juno Arts and Humanities Council came on to Capital Chat to discuss some of the scholarships that the Jack does. The scholarships, um, the Jack raises money all year long for these scholarships through the generosity of our citizens here in Juno and surrounding areas. There's two types of scholarships. The first is the youth scholarships for students entering 7th through 12th grade. They're usually anywhere from $100 to $500. The students can use them for different things like um, getting private lessons, buying instruments, um, getting their instruments fixed if need be, as well as a lot of them use them to go to a summer camp or summer intensive to improve their skills. Shap also described their Advanced Achievement Awards. The second one is our Advanced Achievement Awards. These are a little bit more money, between $500 to $1,000, and they're for college students, students going into college or who are already in college. And again, are basically used for the same things, to help advance their skills, to buy an instrument, buy a piece of equipment, buy something they need so they can keep advancing in their art field of their choice. Again, it's a competition, so they'll all meet with the judges and either perform a piece of music, dance, or um, an example of their visual arts. You can listen to the full interview with Shap to learn more about the Jack scholarships as well as other current events with the Jack on our website, knyradio.com. The Alaska Children's Trust presented data from Kids Count, which is a national effort to provide data on the well-being of children, youth, and families, to the Senate Education Committee. The data shows that Alaska ranks 41st nationally for child well-being. The data from Kids Count is broken down into four categories, economic well-being, education, health, and f- family and community. The category that Alaska placed the highest in was family and community, where it placed 22nd in the country. Some of the information that was looked at for that category included children in single-parent families, children living in high-poverty areas, and teen pregnancy. Alaska saw a decrease of 3% in the number of children in single-parent families from 33% from 2008 to 2012 to 30% from 2016 to 2020. In high-poverty areas increased from 1% to 7% over the same time frames. For health and economic well-being, Alaska ranked 44th nationally in both categories. However, Alaska placed 49th for education, with only New Mexico placing lower at 50th. The notable stats that came out from the education data included that the percentage of 4th graders not proficient in reading was 75% in 2019, and the percentage of 8th graders not proficient in math was 71% in 2019. UAS students, community members, as well as faculty and staff are invited to join Jason Davis, the director of the Climate Stories Project, for a 90-minute climate story generation workshop. During the workshop, participants will learn about climate storytelling and why it's important in forging a meaningful response to climate change. Participants will begin crafting and sharing their stories during the workshop. Members of the UAS Writing Center will be in attendance to aid participants with polishing their climate stories post-workshop. The workshop provides the frame for the Climate Story Share, which will take place later this coming month of April at the Noise Pavilion on April 21st at 1 p.m. Those who participate in the workshop are welcome to share their stories there. Coming up on April 5th, which is this event, is a hybrid event and requires registration. You can register online this for the workshop, which can be attended live at the Glacier View Room, which is also called Egan 222, or via Zoom or via recording sent to you via the email of which you choose to register. This event is going to be sponsored by the UAS Student Government and the UAS Sustainability Committee. 
Coming up next on News of the North, the Board of Education has announced we'll be having a special meeting and executive session for the Salerno Superintendent tomorrow. The Alaska Logline Fishermen's Association and the Alaska Sustainable Fisheries Trust are hosting a virtual fisherman's expo. There will be a test of the tsunami warning system tomorrow. And former Vice President Mike Pence must testify as part of a special counsel investigation into January 6th and the role of former President Trump. All that next on News of the North. Welcome back to News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis. The Board of Education will be having a special meeting and executive session tomorrow, March 29th at noon, for the selection of the next Juno superintendent for the school district. It'll be an in-person meeting at the district office conference room as well as via Zoom. Again, that is going to be in an executive session. That portion of the meeting will not be open to the public, although it may open later for the public. The Alaska Longline Fishermen's Association and the Alaska Sustainable Fisheries Trust are hosting a spring virtual fishermen's expo on April 4th and 5th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. to provide educational workshops and training to new and experienced local fishermen, as well as others with interest in the fishing sector. During this expo, all the workshops and presentations will be offered in a virtual format. You can read more about this upcoming expo on our website, kinyradio.com. Please be advised that on Wednesday, March 29th at approximately 10.15 a.m., the National Weather Service, Alaska Division of Homeland Security and Emergency Management, and the Alaska Broadcast Association will conduct a test of the Alaska Tsunami Warning System as part of Tsunami Preparedness Week in Alaska. The test will be broadcasted on radio and television stations, and the broadcast will state that it is only a test. Cell phone WEA alerts will not be activated with this test. However, some cell phone apps may alert if that is an option. Some communities may activate their sirens. NOAA all-hazard weather radio listeners will hear a tone alert followed by a test message. After the test, you are invited to provide feedback at www.ready.alaska.gov. The test will be canceled in the event of any significant seismic activity. The routine monthly U.S. Pacific West Coast in Alaska communications test will occur on Friday, March 31st. There is a wealth of tsunami preparedness and education materials available at www.weather.gov slash safety slash tsunami dash before, as well as you can find more information from the National Weather Service Juno at weather.gov slash Juno. The Diamond Park Fieldhouse will be adjusting their weekend track hours beginning Saturday, April 1st. The track will now be Saturday from 4.30 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. and on Sunday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Weekday track hours will remain 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. and 5 to 9 p.m. This is closed on holidays. You can check the daily calendar to see rental and admission information by visiting the Fieldhouse website. Tiny beads could provide the basis for future moon bases. ABC's Mike Dabowski explains. Billions of tons of water could be extracted from glass beads that are strewn about the lunar surface, according to new research from Open University. The particles, which are less than a millimeter across, are created when meteoroids slam into the moon, spewing up molten droplets that then solidify. Researchers say they could be used as sources of oxygen as well. NASA's ongoing Artemis missions plan to return astronauts to the moon in 2025. Mike Dubusky, ABC News. And former Vice President Mike Pence must testify as part of a special counsel investigation into January 6th in the role of former President Trump. A federal judge in Washington ruled today. ABC's Aaron Katersky has more. 
The judge rejected Trump's assertion of executive privilege over Pence's testimony. Absent an appeal, the decision means Pence would have to testify before a grand jury. However, the same judge also ruled Pence cannot be asked about everything related to January 6th. Questions about his role as president of the U.S. Senate are off-limits. The special counsel has sought to question Pence on the pressure Trump exerted on him prior to the certification of the election. Sources told ABC News the order does require Pence to answer questions about any possible illegal acts by Trump. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, New York. Never miss a story or a newscast at knyradio.com. Now you're up to date. I'm Jordan Lewis for News of the North.